0: Let's move. Let's change to the Grammy Awards. I don't know if you watched them last night. I watched some of them. Uh, I was actually watching videos of uh, of David Frum, so I could interview him tonight. While my wife was watching the Grammy Awards, so I could hear them going on in the background, and I did watch part of them. It was a good night, hosted by Trevor Noah. You know, the Academy Awards were a bit of a a bit of a train wreck at times, but uh, but Trevor Noah, did, I thought, did a really good job last night. Some. Pre- some great performances across a wide range of genres from country to hip hop to straight pop, some Canadian winners, Joni Mitchell, The Weeknd, Alex Cuba. This is a great story. He was actually not there. He just performed in the Okanagan. He was driving home in a snowstorm near Canal, BC. He lives in Smithers, originally from, from Cuba. Alexis Puentes is his uh, is his name. But uh, Alex Cuba was driving home from um, from the Okanagan and was in a snowstorm when he got the call to say that he had Won this Grammy for Best Latin Pop Album of the Year, Mendo. It's called. It's his first Grammy, and we'll actually be speaking to Alex Cuba tomorrow. So I hope you tune in for that. Should be a fascinating conversation. Uh, meantime, there was a lot of other stuff going on. Uh, Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack won for Best uh, Best Song. They took home four Grammys. Uh, Song of the Year was "Leave the Door Open," and then a big win for John Batiste for "We Are," uh, giving him uh, he won Album of the Year. And here's Lenny Kravitz announcing it and Jean-Baptiste accepting it last night. And the Grammy goes to... We are Jean-Baptiste! The creative arts are subjective and they reach people at a point in their lives when they need it most. Grammy Award-winning... Album of the Year, John Baptiste uh, for We Are. Chris Stapleton, who gave a fantastic performance. I saw him interviewed on 60 Minutes a while back. It was fascinating. He's a fascinating guy. He won uh, three Grammys last night, including Best Country Album backstage. He was asked if it winning now feels just as special as it does does or did when he won his first awards back when. Definitely doesn't feel old. Um, you know, anytime that you were even nominated for an award or... Uh, someone thinks enough of you to invite you to these kinds of shows, uh, particularly the Grammys, you know, it's a very surreal moment. And to get to play a song, you know, that I wrote with any of the guys in the band on the show, won a Grammy for it earlier in the evening. And uh, it, you know, what a special night for, for me. That's what's always nice about the Grammys, is you do get this wide variety of music, depending, you know, regardless of what kind of music you like to listen to, Maybe you have really varied tastes, maybe not. But the Grammys were good last night, I thought, because there really was a wide variety of stuff to listen to, uh, exposing people to maybe music they don't normally listen to. Bonnie Raitt, can't not listen to Bonnie Raitt. She won the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award last night. And backstage, she explained how encouraged she is by all the new young female artists she saw last night, Billie Eilish, Olivia Rodrigo, and so forth. Here she is.
1: Absolutely. I mean, across all all genres, I think women are kicking it every year. The amount of poise and togetherness and balance that people are bringing to being successful at 19, like Olivia, like Taylor was. And when she first started out and had that massive success. But Billie Eilish, I mean, even Adele, I mean, most of the male and female artists are really showing up with a lot more good legal advice and, uh, you know, self-controlling their own careers, which I think is really
0: great. Good legal advice, Bonnie. Right there, speaking. She won the Lifetime Achievement Award, which is great. Uh, great. So, talk to talk more about the Grammys, the winners, the surprises. What to make of it all? Did it erase our memories of the Academy Awards? Joining me for now from Toronto is entertainment publicist and music commentator Eric Alper. Eric, thanks so much for being here tonight. I appreciate it. No problem. That's such, that's such great advice. Legal advice. <laughs> Get a
1: gun. Hire a lawyer. That's all you really need. And, and you know, say, hire somebody that can read a contract which knows the word recoupable.
0: You're in the music business. Uh, I listened to that Bonnie Raitt clip earlier before playing, and I thought, wow, that's an interesting thing to say. Uh, what do you think she meant <laughs> it's by that? Legal what do you think she meant?
1: Over the musicianship, I found very curious about her, you know, with somebody that, uh, like Bonnie Raitt, that has gone through 40 years um, looking at all the different changes that the music industry has had. Um, getting together once a year, and then talking about how, you know, everybody else is getting screwed over by everybody else. So that's kind of really nice to hear that nothing really changes.
0: It was nice to see Bonnie Raitt uh, get that award. I mean, I I wouldn't say she's underappreciated because I think Bonnie Raitt's sort of been a fixture for a long time now. But, you know, despite that one big flash of success with that Nick of Time record, she's sort of flown under the radar for a long time. So it's always great to see someone uh, with that much talent be recognized at the Grammys like that.
1: Yeah, especially because, you know, the Grammys are definitely moving away from the Bonnie rates and Joni Mitchells of the world. And you're going to start to see um, kind of like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame where it, it, they just skipped a decade for no reason except just to play catch up to what was going on now. Um, you know, if you were to watch the show last night, and I know that you did, I mean, only eight and a half million people watched it. That's less than 4%. Of yeah. the United States and Canada, which are, aren't are really great numbers, but I think also what they're looking at are those numbers of social media posts, um, having BTS, having Billie Eilish, having Olivia Rodrigo, and all of these brand new artists that are relatively new to the scene, less than five or six years on, on the music community and in the industry, they're breaking it on TikTok. They're getting tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of views and streams on Spotify and on Instagram and they're kind of showing the way to the the new music industry. So, you know, like the Oscars where they had 12 million viewers and 22 million social media posts, even combined with the slap that happened. I think we're going to start to see this new wave of, of Grammy awards dictated by the younger generation. You're not having 60-year-olds perform with Aerosmith anymore or, you know, country with rock mixed with rap. I think you're going to see, you know, a little bit more pop, a little bit more hip-hop, a little bit more R&B, you know, in the coming years. I think the uh, Junos are going to have to go that way as well.
0: I would expect, I mean, it's interesting to think that there would be a, would have been a time where a group like BTS would have gone to the Grammys for the exposure and now the Grammys invites them for the exposure because BTS have their own, Network. I mean, you know, even just watching uh, and I'm not, you know, I know a bit about BTS, but just watching the fan reaction to them being there. I mean, they get on, you know, they get more viewers than 8 million every time they post something on Twitter.
1: It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, those screams that you hear in your house when BTS was on the television was from Los Angeles. I mean, and Vegas, and that's how loud they are, you know, not only in person, but they're worth something in the neighborhood of $5 billion to the South Korean economy in terms of of people visiting hotels, food, culture, free advertising every time that somebody mentions them and where they're from and their culture and their backgrounds. And uh, that stuff is really interesting to me because it, it, The last couple of years, if anything, the boycott of the Grammys by Drake and of The Weeknd are showing that artists like Billie Eilish and BTS and Adele, actually, the Grammys almost need them more than those artists need the Grammys these days. Because there's a little bit of a Grammy bump, it's usually, you know a couple of percentage points here and there for the week, like the Oscars. Right now, the number one album is John Batiste's We Are on Amazon and Spotify and iTunes, and that's really great. And I think that there's going to be a real cultural moment in the way that maybe you and I saw Michael Jackson's Thriller back in 1984 go from just an album to a cultural event, or Paul Simon's Graceland, even though, yes, I know Paul Simon was huge, but it seems like every parent And every house had Graceland after he won. I think John Batiste's We Are album is one of those albums where it's just going to connect with so many different styles of music and people. And I think that we're seeing a turning point in what people think the Grammys are. If you're a new artist, maybe you don't need it so much anymore.
0: It was interesting because you're right. I, I never want to hear Graceland ever again. And it's not because it's a bad record, because you're right, for a while there, you couldn't escape Graceland if you're hanging out with my parents' friends. Um, and John Batiste, you're right, because that, that was not a particularly successful commercial album uh, upon its release. But you're right, it has all the right ingredients to be something that needs to be discovered by a much broader audience. Uh, and it's a wonderful record. I mean, even his performance last night was really, yeah. really great. Same with Chris really Stapleton. Great. I found near yeah. someone. I, yeah, really great, really great great. And that's, uh, we'll take a quick break. Um, Eric, we'll be right back. We'll talk a bit more about some of the Canadian stuff that we saw last night um, and a little bit more about uh, what the Grammys still means. Do they still mean something? I think they do, as you've just pointed out. Uh, that's after this. I'm back with entertainment publicist and music commentator, Eric Alper. We're talking about the Grammy Awards last night. Um, I guess you're right. Not many people watch them, but I think a lot more people saw them on social media. So it's hard to judge a TV audience now. By what kind of impact a win might have, because maybe you know se- several million people saw John Batiste win uh, the best album award. Uh, so you, you, that was an interesting point you raised. Any surprises last night? did you find anything that, that caught you a bit off guard? I'm surprised that it ended
1: um, before midnight um, because that <laughs> could have that. been really, really risky. Um, you know Trevor Noah said it in the beginning during his opening monologue that, <clears throat> that this is just really a concert. And they're going to give out a couple of, of awards somewhere in the middle of it, which is exactly what it really should be. Because, you know, award shows, for the most part, are very wealthy, self-righteous people patting themselves on the back. Um, but I think the, the surprise was, I'm so glad I'm not a betting person, because I think I told anybody that would listen that Olivia Rodrigo would be cleaning up all four awards last night with Best right. New Artist, Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Album of the Year. She had one of the biggest albums of the year, the most streamed song on Spotify with driver's license. And she just walked away with best new artist and two um, pop awards, but Silk Sonic with, you know, that dynamic duo of Bruno Mars and Anderson pack. I mean, Bruno Mars has won a billion Grammys in his lifetime. So I guess he's not, he, he should never be counted out, but I don't think anybody picked Silk Sonic to win record of the year and song of the year, and it's weird because sometimes the music critics slam music like that, where it's like, well, why should I listen to seventies faux music when I have, you know, Marvin Gaye in front of me yeah, at my finger, Curtis or Mayfield. You yeah, wonder, yeah, and then they love, yeah. you know, they love Amy Winehouse. So they, I think, were completely underappreciated. But you know, uh, but other than that, yeah, I think uh, I think that whole night was pretty great.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I I like that Silk Sonic song, but I like I like '70s R and B. So, and it, and it's very well done. You know, you're right; it is a yeah, bit de- it is a bit derivative, but it's exceptionally well done for that kind of music. Uh, and it's sort of you know, I think some of the other songs that were nominated for best song, if you look at Driver's License or Montero or Billie Eilish, Doja Cat. Like some of that stuff falls more on the on into different genres. Whereas, you know, Leave the Door Open kind of walks right up the middle, doesn't it? As as sort of an appeal to anyone of any age, kind of track. Look at you! How old are you? Oh, I'm old, you're, man. I'm like I'm like 51. You're, you're,
1: so <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty right on with this stuff. Yeah, it's 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 kind of you know one of the things that that the Grammys did, which you know I kind of get why they did it, but they extended the amount of the nominees from five to ten, and so you end up with ABBA getting their first nomination, Coldplay sneaking in there for their songs. So you end up with a very wide ranging amount of, of hits. Um, But I still think, I still think that there's a situation where we're somewhere, we're somewhere in the middle of an ocean with a lifeboat where you take a look at Spotify and you realize that they've got maybe 200 songs or so over a billion streams. And then you take a look at TikTok and 430 songs last year, hit a billion streams and probably Absolutely. so few of those songs were even mentioned yesterday. And I think there's yeah. this very big divide of if you're an artist now and you're blowing up on TikTok and you're getting hundreds of millions of, of streams are you still dreaming of winning a Grammy or what is the new benchmark now? Is it being on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine? Is it winning the Grammy or Juno? Or is it getting on Spotify's internal playlist that, you know, gets you on the front yeah. page? I think it's a really different way of thinking these days.
0: I guess so. I mean, I, I imagine the Grammys probably, and Chris Stapleton put it best, you know, it's still an honor to be awarded in front of your peers, I guess. But yeah, I, I guess the one, Justin Bieber, shut out again. <laughs> shut out again. <laughs> Um, I guess that wasn't a big surprise. He did a pretty good job, no, I thought, in his solo performance.
1: Totally. But I think what Justin Bieber was able to do last night was almost even better than a win, which is that he actually grew up to be a man right in front of our eyes. Now, he wow. it's been a while since he was like that like pop teen idol, but playing on the piano, crooning his song about peaches in Georgia, that might yeah. be the first instance that we get to see a more adult more serious more broody more moody of an adult Justin Bieber and I think that whole process of teen idol to serious artists like George Michael was able to do um like Harry Styles was able to do um right now I think that was a really important step in the making of Justin Bieber
0: He's, I mean, he certainly knocked that out of the park. It's a great song, but he certainly he did a great job on that opening solo, just playing the piano. And, you know, I mean, if, if yeah. you, you don't have to love Justin Bieber to admit that he's that he's a pretty he's a very talented guy.
1: Yeah. And, you know, he was always he always knew his way around a stage. He always knew right. around a pop song, um, you know, where he just got into trouble with just his personal life, which was a mess. Which, you know, to be honest with you, you put $400 million in my bank account when I'm 18 years old and <laughs> yeah. you better believe I'm going to, you know, get a private jet and bring my own friends to the Super Bowl on my dime. Like, oh. I think a lot of us, you know, have to just temper our expectations when it comes to making boshes of money, when it comes to other
0: people and just the power right. that they have now. Uh, Eric, I've run out of time. Thank you so much, as always, for for tuning hey, in no and problem. joining in. Take care. Thanks, so Thanks much again, for having me. We'll Eric. Talk soon.